and welcome in to a, another episode of the West Life Podcast. I am your host, Josh Barnett. We are brought to you by Holman Barnes Group, which includes West Ashfield League's best place to watch the game live and loud this Saturday when we take on the Cowboys. Hopefully another win over the Cowboys, obviously a big one. Uh, previously at Leichhardt, let's hope the boys can repeat that one. We'll preview that game. Tonight, uh, at Westlife Pod is our Instagram and Twitter handles. Please give us a follow on there uh, on the link tree at, uh, the, the link tree link on those profile pages. That'll lead you to absolutely everything that we do, including our Patreon, uh, which is patreon.com forward slash Westlife. Got a few questions, a few rants from the uh, the lads later in the show. And shouts to everyone tuning in on a Tuesday night. I know the nights have been pretty inconsistent. They probably will be until the end of uh, Origin 3 in a couple of weeks' time. So we apologize for not... Uh, I know people a creature of habits, the three of us as well. We'll, usually, we'll go back to the Monday, Wednesday routines once, um, yeah, once I'm back from Fiji uh, the next week or so. I'll still be recording, taking the microphone over there. So our next episode, I may or may not have a cocktail or two in me so um might be a few slurred words just all hoping hopefully the internet is um is kind to us over there as well uh who should we go to first mr thompson how are you on this tuesday evening as we head into um a west tigers game after our third already our third break uh, slash buy over the weekend yeah g'day josh g'day rob g'day everyone watching and listening yeah, it was nice to not have to worry about stretch, uh, stressing over the team playing a game of footy over the weekend. Uh, not a lot of news to talk about too, so I reckon we'll have a quick, pretty short show tonight, wouldn't we? Yeah, yeah, that we always promise that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see it, see how we go. We'll uh, revisit that in an hour's time. Uh, Rob Bashara coming in from the Red Room. How are you this evening? Yeah, pretty relaxed, guys. How are we both? Uh, yeah, good, uh, interesting little week, isn't it? Uh, hmm. thought it was going to be a quiet news week. Yeah, thought it was going to be a quiet one, but uh, it's turned into a big one, so plenty to talk about. I uh, hope everyone in podcast land is well, and uh, yeah, we've got plenty to get through. Yeah, we'll get straight into the Luke Brooks news, of course. If you've been living under a rock, um, he has signed with Manly, but before we do that. We are shouting out our sponsors, uh, West Ashfield. You can watch the West Tigers against the North Queensland Cowboys in round 18 this weekend. Uh, while uh, they play the Cowboys at their home in Co- Queensland Country Bank Stadium, so the best place to watch it. If you're not flying up to Townsville for that game, uh, you can head to West Ashfield. Don't miss out on mouth-watering half-price pizzas and $4.80 tap beers from kickoff until halftime, four dollar. That's unbelievable. Four dollar eighty schooners. Uh, the Ambush West Tigers group. They're giving away prizes and your uh, chance to see uh, special appearances by West Tigers guests from four thirty p.m. Not too sure what those guests or who whom those guests will be. But for more information, HolmanBarnesGroup.com.au. Holman Barnes Group bringing people together. Uh, I don't think. Even in Fiji, I'll get $4.80 screeners. How good is that? Uh, righto. So the big news that broke yesterday, obviously um, 
Tommy Talau going to Manly. Big, big, big news, fellas. Unexpected that one. Now, of course, it was Luke Brooks who's following Tommy to uh, the Northern Beaches to play for the Manly Warringah Seagulls. It's uh, it caught me off guard. I don't know about you, as but when this news dropped, I mean West Tigers. If he someone signing with the West Tigers, we tend to hear about eight nine rumors before it happens and then out of the blue bang Luke Brooks to Manly yeah I I had heard originally Super League were obviously interested in him in him we talked we had talked about that a few times on the show um and then there were the rumors of the halfback carousel uh late last week where they said Brooks to Cowboys and then yeah I, I feel like Brooks to Manly ended up being a bit left field Rob, what was your reaction to the news when you heard it? Oh, honestly, disbelief, uh, total disbelief. Someone, uh, Joseph Alafarchi, tagged us, tagged us in a tweet, and I, I basically replied, "I'll wait till it's all official." And then, sure enough, two, <laughs> hour, two hours, two hours later, Manly Murphy's made law. it official. Manly made it official with those those four signings that you've got there: six million dollar splurge or whatever it is. Um, look, I mean. We're never going to fix our problems till the problem's gone. So I think it's the right move for him, the right move for us. Uh, people are saying, you know, well, what do we do about halfback now? We haven't had one for 10 years, basically. So as far as I'm concerned, it makes no difference. Uh, I just think the whole thing's been a shamozzle from our point. Uh, you know, when you, given the fact that, you know, we let go of Madden last year, uh, we let go of Hastings in the off-season, uh, we said we would put all our eggs in the Moses basket, uh, as someone said last week, and then we just threw off every bit of criticism from anyone that cared to throw criticism and said, no, we are standing by Luke Brooks. He is our number seven. He will be our number seven. Yet we didn't offer him a contract extension earlier in the year. We offered Adam Dewey one. We never Adam offered Luke one. Uh, and then obviously we got to this point where we, what was it, two weeks ago, we offered him a two-year deal worth five fifty a year. Uh, to me, that doesn't really say, like, we really want to keep you. So I just think the whole thing's been a bit of a mess. I don't think everyone, in terms of Luke Brooks, I don't think everyone's on the same page at the club. Uh, and now we are in a bit of a bind in terms of the half situation, but it's self-inflicted, guys. We, we didn't have to be in this situation where we look, you know, really, really desperate and... You know, from the outside looking in, I think it looks like we're desperate. But I'm, I'm not. He's not the ants pants, but I'd, I'd be happy with a, a decent number six and Brandon Wakeham to get us through until we find someone else. Brandon Wakeham can organise. He can kick. He can goal kick. I mean, Luke Brooks isn't a game manager. Uh, but yeah, I think the one thing that I, I, I do think Manly have done the right thing here. The one thing Manly have done that we didn't do is they haven't tried to say he's a number seven. You're not going mm. to pay $2.6 million for four years. They're, they're play, and have Cherry Evans there, who's the form halfback in the comp, played his ass off in origin. So I think the fact they've got Brooks and they're going to play him at number six, that's Luke Brooks's rightful position. He's never been a true game manager. His best two games last year were when we beat Parramatta and South back-to-back weeks when Hastings was halfback and he was at number six. And Brooks played two magnificent games on those two days. So... We were just really stubborn and said, nut, 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 he's got to be a seven. And he's improved this year, no doubt. And the last couple of months, he's been a lot better. But, yeah, you just need to take the shackles off him and just let him play his natural game. I think 
second receiver or second fiddle is is best suited for Luke Brooks. Yeah, like don't force him into being a game manager. Like with Cherry Evans, he's got the the ultimate game manager right there. He can play off the back of that, and I think that's it's going to really benefit his game. So De- having, definitely being the second definitely. fiddle to a superstar. But it, I'm I'm interested to know like how long would Cherry Evans continue playing for because he's he's getting fairly old now and will be mm. close to retirement. So I don't think they've got much of a succession plan there, especially if we do pinch that youngster um, who's been linked to us, but to multiple other clubs now too. I reckon he's got two more in him, to be honest. He's I at know least he's... got two. He's, play, he's playing out of I yeah. mean, he's played his ass off in origin. I know Queenslanders tend to lift at origin time and maybe they don't do it all the time at club footy land, but Ch- Cherry Evans has got at least another couple of years. He's, he's yeah. not the sort of bloke that, carries weight or he doesn't look like he slowed down. I mean, he ran down Stephen Crichton, you know, from the car park the other night. So hmm. uh, he's still got the wheels and he's still got the, the game sense and the game management. And uh, I guess he wants to be a part of that origin potential dynasty that they might have. So I think he's got at least two years, like Josh just said. Yeah. Yeah. Age is just a number. I mean, how old was Cameron Smith proved? He was what, 39 when he retired? Yeah, so it's 38, I think. 38. So sports science is so good. Now, if you stay uh, injury-free, and DCE has stayed pretty, uh, from memory, on the field most of the time, playing, like you said, he plays Origin, plays a lot of football. Yeah. Uh, he's, yeah, the complete opposite to Tommy Turbo. He's just a bit of a um, a, a warrior sort of thing. So people, people yeah. bag out Cherry Evans, but I think he's... Um, I think because people dislike him, he's actually a bit underrated, even though he plays literally for Australia, I think people don't realise just how good a game manager he actually is. So, um, yeah, I think Luke Brooks is in a perfect position, like you said, with DCE running the show and Brooksy just no pressures off, just do his natural... the shackles. Yeah, unless it's shackles. So and you've got plenty of speed men outside him too, you know, like on that left side, whether it's Cooler or Garrick, whoever they play at centre there, and Jason Sarp, and, you know, if Turbo's ever fit again, like he's just got so many weapons around him that yeah. it, might, it might give Luke Brooks a bit more space because, you yeah, know, you've got, sure. to watch, you've got to watch their outside man. Yep, definitely. Uh, I just saw a Facebook comment before Ryan Du Chateau on Facebook said we shouldn't be judging recruitment for halves till start of next season. Look, I guess, but there's may I don't know, maybe a miracle will fall into their hands, but you kinda wanna have it sorted pretty quick. So we'll, we should we never have see. been in this position. We should never have been mm. in this position. I know they can't they can't allow for, you know, uh, Dewey get getting injured and and you know Brooks doing a hamstring or whatever, but I, I think I think like I said earlier, a lot of it's self-inflicted, and and I still I don't believe it's been managed right. And I don't think everyone at the club is on the on the same page. It was pretty clear that you know Benji and and uh, Tim Sheens wanted Brooks. If you really wanted Brooks, you're not going to offer him five fifty. You're going to offer him seven fifty or eight hundred or you know a, a figure that says we believe you're the man to guide us on. And obviously we didn't believe that, even though they kept saying it because we were trying to get Mitchell Moses. So so it's just, it's, look, just a bit of amateur hour, I reckon, guys. But we'll see what comes. But like you said, we can't we can't judge how it works out till, till, you know, the beginning of next year, no doubt. But I still think we shouldn't be in this position right now. One thing will be uh, West Tigers fans will definitely be pretty judgmental on if management 
shit the bed with this one is signing Latu Fainu from Manly. Uh, so as far far as we knew, this was pretty much a lock, but there's rumours, Titans, Dragons, that sort of thing, stepping in, possibly looking for him. He wants a release because he wants to play first grade. Has anyone got any the latest on, uh, on Fainu, boys? I don't personally, guys. I've only heard what you've heard about the Titans. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't know the Dragons stuff. That the Titans stuff does make a bit of sense in the fact that uh, you know Des Hasler was the Manly coach last year, so he's got that relationship with Des Hasler. Uh, I don't know how long Foran's going to be there for, but obviously he would have played under Foran. So uh, there's a little bit of a reason for him to go there. But I, I don't know much about him. I don't. I, there's the hype from our supporter base is crazy. So. He must be really good if they're, or, or we've got a bunch of really bad judges. I don't know, or we're just playing desperate. But uh, it's kind of like Luke Brooks revisited. You know, the next mm. Andrew Johns. They're they're talking this kid up like he's going to be something else. So if he is that player, I, I hope we get him. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know why we were linked with him in the first place. I don't. I don't know how all of that came about. To be honest. Well, I guess the manly connection with Fulton. A few people in our comments are saying that. Uh, he's meeting with Benji this week, and the Dolphins uh, are possibly uh, someone who's where was it? Someone said Sydney Morning Herald saying it's us or the Dolphins now. So, so we'll how see. Old he he's eighteen. Uh, mm. Eighteen. Okay. Well, look, so, I, 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 we've said it before. We've said it. I, I've said it last few weeks. Anyway, we've got to do what the Dolphins did and just take a punt on a young halfback. And just give him time, like just get him in first grade and, and let him learn that way. And, you know, he, he's going to have a decent pack around him, you know, like Stefano and Appy and Clem and Bateman. And, you know, there's ice, there's there's plenty of, you know, forwards to look after him. So uh, I hope he does come, but we'll just see what happens. Blake Gatz on the YouTube stream says he's seen a lot of him. Reminds me of a younger Sean Johnson. So okay. that's uh, that's pretty good. Big rap. Big rap, he's also so. got he's also got three brothers. Two of them are still currently at Manly, where I think we're hoping to get one of them. Um, mm. One of them's already with us in our reserve grade team, and then his other is also at Manly, but he's on the no fault stand down and has been for over a year. So, isn't he in jail? A bit of a family. Yeah, he's in jail. Yeah, he's in jail. That's, that's why yeah. he's still on the stand down. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't play footy. Well, if he's uh, if he's anything like if he's anything like his jailed brother, then he's an absolute bottler because the the hooker that's in jail, they the Manly pinned their future in him and said to Appy Corusau, see you later, you can go to Penrith. So mm-hmm. they're the sort of raps that are on the other Fainu brother. So if he's anything like that, then wow, then, then he is something special. But you, you would have thought one of the bigger clubs would have snapped him up already, like the Roosters or the Storm or they normally seem to poach the best talent. Yeah, Manly cut the wrong 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 person and so did he. Uh moving on to the news, a little bit of talk over the weekend. It's kind of been uh, hushed by the West Tigers now that Benji Marshall is at loggerheads with Scott Fulton. Uh, yeah, the club's come out and said, look, th- there's disagreements and that sort of thing. But Lee said he called Justin and said, look, everything's all good. That They're allowed to uh, have disagreements, Rob. It's kind of a a normal thing that goes on with within a football team. Benji was Benji's been in Fiji the last. I think he got home on Saturday. 
my wife is my reporter for this. She follows Zoe on Instagram. So okay. get me informed. On, and obviously, we're going to Fiji tomorrow as well, funny enough. But um, nice. yeah, Benji was in Fiji for a, a bit of a break and he would have seen that news pretty much as he came back to Sydney. It, it doesn't instill much confidence, Josh, when Justin Pascoe has to ring Benji Marshall up and make sure everything's okay. Because that's that's what's been reported, that Pascoe rang Marshall up on Sunday to make sure that none of this is true and, and that, you know, that he's not going anywhere. Uh, look, I think it's a story blown out of proportion. But if you just look at the Luke Brooks situation and the Josh Schuster situation, as I said earlier, Benji wanted him. And I think Fulton said, no, nah, he's not worth more than 550. This is what we're offering him. So they've kind of probably been at loggerheads there. And, and you know, our offer was basically see you later, Luke Brooks. Like, even though we offered him 550 a it's basically telling him to get lost, you know, because it wasn't really, you know, the sort of money you offer your, your halfback of a club. Uh, and then with Josh Schuster, it seems like Scott Fulton wanted him at, at the Tigers and basically said to Benji, if you want him, I've got a relationship with him. And Benji said, no, I don't want Schuster. So they're on, they've been on different wavelengths over two signings, which is all well and good. But at the end of the day, if this, if this does persist, you know, one of them will walk because that's the reason Scott Fulton left Manly. Uh, Tony Mestroff, the CEO, uh, was really looking over his shoulder and, you know, every decision was having to go through him and he wasn't happy with a lot of stuff. So Fulton said, fuck this, I'm out of there. So Fulton packed up and came to us. But, you know, if, if Benji keeps saying no to what Scott says and Scott keeps saying no to what Benji says, I mean, how are you going to get proper production? So they've basically got to sit down. They've got to work out what players they want and just have a basic guide. And Benji needs to say, look, I want this guy or this guy or this guy. I'll be happy with one of these three or one of these four and let Fulton do his job. But, yeah, if they, if they just keep disagreeing with each other and, and nothing productive comes out of it, one of them has to walk and... It'll be up to Lee and Justin to decide who they back. Do they back Scott Fulton, who they've just got to the club, or do I do they back a a Benji who's been under Tim Sheens that's won three games this year? So and may, and maybe by middle of next year might only be five or six. So it's just you know I, I think the media is beating it up a bit, but it is definitely in my opinion a potential problem down the track. Hmm. Anything to add to that, as? I just wanted to mention, like, how convenient is it that an article like that comes out the same day we get a positive, uh, like a somewhat positive news article about the potential Talau and Fainu swap? Yeah, mm. like we get something positive that gives us fans a little bit of hope, and then all of a sudden, nut. Nah, here's a negative story about Benji and um, what's his face disagreeing with each Sporting, other. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah. know. There's, there seems I, to be stories. Yeah, but I mean, if if you sort of look at it, guys, this way, the way I look at it, when I heard that uh, Benji said no to Schuster, the first thing that popped in my mind was, oh, wow, because I reckon Ful- uh, Fulton would have wanted him to come. And then when Brooks went to Manly, the first thing I thought of was like, oh, shit, Benji Benji and Sheens wanted him to stay. So that the first thing that really did pop into my head was like, these, this is, there's a bit of friction there. This Like, even though if there wasn't a story there, I could imagine a journalist running with something like that because those thoughts immediately came to my mind. So they did offer Brooksy a contract though. But so... two years two years at five fifty. Mm-hmm. And now he's offered four years at two point six, which is six fifty. So it's yeah. double the length in con uh, in uh, in uh, length, double the uh, length in uh, yeah for the contract and then another hundred thousand a year on top of that. It's 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 not even close. But 
Look, I think Brooks wanted to go. Otherwise, Brooks could have come back and said, hey, guys, I, I got this deal. You know, he's interested or not. But, you know, he, he didn't even come back to us by the looks of it and, and just moved on, which, you know, onwards and upwards for Luke Brooks. John Borg on Facebook says, for fuck's sake, stop blaming the media for the club being a shit fight. We'd... Mate, like... Who's blaming the media, though? Who's blaming the media? Oh, I guess, like, as I would say, that the media pump out a story when something was good. But, I mean, mate, you're accusing us to go of going soft on West Tigers no, no, no. media. John, John right? knows, uh, West John Tigers management, sorry. Yeah, 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 but, I mean, I, I think the whole, like I said, the halfback situation is just handled diabolically. The fact that Pascoe's got to ring Marshall up and say, hey, mate, is everything all right? shows that there is a, a lack of trust mm. between each other because if Pasco's in there with Benji, like, he should know that everything's sweet. Like, you wouldn't question. It's like someone coming up to you and saying, well, Bashara said this about you or whatever. Like, you know, that's a crock of shit because we're tight. And and if they're tight enough, none of these rumours should matter to them. So it's, yeah, there, there's obviously a disconnect there or, or lack of communication amongst Fulton, Marshall, Sheens, Pasco, Hadjapentella says just... They're not all on the same page, guys. I mean, Fulton mm. Fulton got his job because Pascoe and Hadjitellis have, have gone behind Sheens' back and they've since sacked Warren McDonald. So you can't say everything's rosy. We're, we, we are a shit case. We're, we're trying our best, but they're not very good at what they do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, the saga of the Beta West hey, Tigers fan. I just want to I just want to add mention one thing that I thought was actually kind of funny when I read it yesterday. So we were tagged in that manly um the post that like the official post and the article and everything that was posted on their website and i just re- remember reading a line in there about uh tony mestrov and what he's saying about brooks he says luke is a fine player who will enjoy a fresh start and some much needed stability at manly yeah fresh start i can see that he'd get that down there but stability no they're not stable yeah, but, well you know <laughs> look i i i I give credit to Manly for identifying him as a 5'8". Like that part, you know, if you go back to even like Shane's not doing this pod with us anymore, but the first thing Shane said was Lou Brooks is a 5'8", and, and Josh and I both agreed with him at the time. But Manly can't freaking talk. They got rid of Kieran Foran because Josh Schuster wanted to play six. And now Josh Schuster's just been signed for another three years and he's and he's putting his head back in the, in the scrum. So... You know, Manly aren't exactly going well. I mean, they've had all that issue with the with the not wearing the pride jumper or whatever it was last year. They've had they've got rid of their coach who didn't do anything yeah. wrong, to be honest. And they and they got an absolute has been in in Seabold who, you know, brought Brisbane to their knees. Like couldn't coach for shit, and I don't think he's doing that great with them now. So, yeah, I, I don't think they're stable at all. On the contrary, like. Yeah, look at Manly. They're kind of, what are they now? I think they're like 11th or 12th or something. So they're not having a, a great season this year. And they've just lost mm. Tom Trebojevic for the season, which I think has completely ruled them out of finals contention now as well. If yeah, you saw yeah. what they did in 2021, and you, you would have thought they'd, they'd easy get in the top eight last year and this year. Their roster is superb. They've got size. Mm. They've got speed. They've got an origin half. They've got you know the, well, an origin centre who plays fullback. Uh, they've got talent everywhere, and they've just really they, underperformed. They play at their suburban grounds every home yeah. game. Yeah, they get well. all their home games as well. Mm. Yeah, at, at Brooksvale, New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one company talking about instability. One company that can provide stability, Mobile Corp. So 
uh, MLC phones is their, what they used to be. They're now called Mobile Corp. They support local businesses by managing their IT, their networks, and their mobile devices. If you're a business owner looking for a partner who will take away the hassle of dealing with IT issues, make sure you have cybersecurity in place, handle all your mobile needs, then Mobile Corp can help. Mobile Corp is a family-run business and a long-time supporter of West Tigers. Uh, give a shout to our mate Stephen and the team at Mobile Corp. That's mobilecorp.com.au. That's mobilecorp.com.au. Right, on to there is a game of football to talk about this weekend. So let's get into that. A team list dropped 4 p.m. this afternoon. Uh, during Buller at fullback, no surprise, David Nofaluma, Junior Tupu on the wings and in the centres, Brent Naden and Stafford Toa, an obvious uh, non or probably two two big uh, non-inclusions there. But um, Rob, I'll go to you first. Nice to have Stafford back in the centre. It's, it's our two best centres in the centre position, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. And as we discussed on Twitter, we're not sure who's going to play on which side. But given that Naden has played most of the season at left centre when he has played, I think Naden will go back to the left side, even though he played right centre against Melbourne. Uh, and obviously, look, Valentine Holmes has found a bit of form. And, uh, you know, as uh, who was it my son said, uh, Stafford Toa was his daddy at Leichhardt Oval <laughs> about a month ago. So, yeah, you've you got to put Stafford Toa back on Holmes, surely. But Gee, what a what a bad time to be getting the Cowboys. Like we we kind of really broke them and and they've found some form the last few weeks. So and and they really put South to the sword. So look, it's gonna be a big test for the boys. Um but yeah, look, that that one to five is probably as good as we've got at the moment. So we really can't complain about that. It was Stafford Toll's birthday last week and under the Instagram post the club put out someone tagged uh Valentine Holmes and said Come, come on, buddy. What, what have you bought your dad for his birthday? <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I literally lulled at that. Uh, a big surprise in the halves. Well, Brennan Wakem is not, but in the six jersey for the first... Has he worn the six? Dan Laurie worn the six before. This is his first crack at it, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say that Benji and Sheen's listen to the show, but I did say... Last week, we were talking about what we'd like to see in the team this week. And I said, Dane Laurie at 5'8 was my answer. So um not taking credit for it. But in all seriousness, I am happy that he's actually getting a crack at it. Although, for whatever reason, Dane's been out of favour. And a few people are saying he hasn't been lighting the world on fire in New South Wales Cup. But we've seen this kid show some talent. Uh, in previous seasons that he's been with us. And he can show that he can set up a few tries and throw good good cutout passes and provide a spark. I'm I'm actually really excited to see Dane get a crack at six. And if it doesn't work out, I mean, who cares? The season's over. But we finally get right at Dane. Here's your, here's your shot. He's also pretty good mates with Jory Buller too. So who knows? We might get a bit of a combination... Between between those two, as well. So, I don't know. What about you? As I'm, I'm really keen to see Dane. Um, yeah, finally get a crack at this. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing seeing him being given a shot. Um, it could be our potential halves pairing going forward, maybe for the rest of this year. Um, 
probably not though, because they'll probably bring Brooks back in once he's fit. Um, even though maybe if he's going if he's going next year, I don't think they should. But knowing the club, they probably will. Mm. Um, yeah, I think we all expected it to be the case for our last game two weeks ago. But the club rolled the dice, played him five days before it in reserve grade, and um, he got concussed, so they couldn't add him in the team list for the for that last game. So yeah, he he was probably always going to be given the shot this week. So yeah, looking forward to seeing what he can do. What about you, Rob? Can you see Dano on the six? I'm keen to see how he goes, Josh. Uh, look, this was sort of thrown to me by a few mates, even last year, saying give him a go at number six. My biggest question mark is will he handle the defensive workload? I mean, the guy can attack. The guy's got some spark. He'll always back up. Um, I just think he's a little bit undersized to be playing six. So if he can handle you know, those big Cowboys forwards targeting him and you know they're going to target him, then, then so be it. But I, I think they're, you know, they're going to try and work him into the ground. As Aaron said, he had that concussion, so he hasn't played much footy the last month. Um, so look, it's a big ask to come come in and play eighty minutes in a, in a position you're not familiar with, mm. with a halfback you've never played with. So again, Wakem Wakem's going to have his second second game at halfback where you know he hasn't got an established five eight. Uh, not really sure what Laurie's kicking game is like. I know he's got a short kicking game. I, I've never really seen him kick a ball too far. Uh, but look, as Sheen said after the game the other week against Melbourne, it's it's you know going to be time to experiment soon if we don't win a game. Even though he already experimented with Tara at five eight. So yeah, it's look. I think we just got to give it a go. And if it doesn't work this week, give him another week with it. Like you just can't give him one game and and sort of say, yep, yeah, it works or no, it doesn't. Like maybe give him a couple of weeks there and. Look, Laurie's playing for a contract, whether it's with us or with someone else. So if he can show that he can handle five eighths as well as, you know, he can play fullback, it'll it'll be good for him. But uh, you know, we're coming up a red hot Cowboys team that are very well coached. Yeah. Uh, dissected South last week with some beautiful plays, and and I think boys are going to be up for a tough challenge. Uh, Judy Tiger said on YouTube, is he on Paps or Bloor's side? I mean, he played junior footy with Bloor. Uh, yeah, in their younger days. So I don't know. Maybe they'll those two as well be I think familiar with him. If it's anything like what Toa was trying to do, he'll be playing left side. Uh, Matthew, left side he asked him. Laurie play five eight. Did uh, didn't Laurie play five eight for Penrith and the juniors? He actually did because uh, uh, the Forbes Ferrari was playing fullback. So. Yeah, he actually Eight. moved to six in his junior juniors. So he's 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 well uh, accustomed to the position. I think Rob, you're more saying it's the combination with Waco. We'll see um, how he I'm goes. Not there. First graders are a lot bigger than junior footballers, so he's got he's yeah, got a lot more. Yeah. you know, hundred kilo blokes running at him. Like they're going to target him and try and isolate him. So yep. yeah, it's going to be a big sure. ask. And he's and he's on that left side that hasn't been defending very well at the best of times, you know, even when Brooks is there. So, you know, but thankfully Talao's not there this week, which is which is hopefully one thing, you know, that, you know, we've been mm. wanting for so long. So maybe they are listening. Uh, four packs. Stavano is back from Origin Duties. He's with David Clemmer in the front row. Jakey Simkin is getting the nine. Uh, Isaiah Papali'i, Sean Bloor get is back in the second row again as well. John Bateman. Named at thirteen, I saw some of the comments mentioned earlier. He's still in England. He's not home yet. Is that correct? Oh, no idea. Aware. I know he's over thirty, but 
He's got to be back by now, surely. Uh, yeah, we'll see. So, uh, Johnny, he's going to have to acclimatise again. He's going to Townsville. I mean, it's summer. I guess it's summer in England. It's not wouldn't be too too cold over there at the moment, would it? So, but he's going to Townsville a bit mid twenties. So, he's um, yeah, changing climates again, Johnny. So, might have to rest him for another two weeks. Um. But, yeah, in all seriousness, I hope he plays on the bench. Talon De Silva getting his second game of first grade. So there's definitely – I know our season's over, but a few things here, like definitely, definitely want to see a few things with his Tigers team. Will they win – look, if we win this, it'll be a, a bit of a mini miracle. But, yeah, definitely Talon De Silva. Man, I want, to, I want to watch this kid play. I hope he's in first grade the rest of the year as, like – I'm gonna say what this kid's got. Oh, for sure, he has he has a chance to prove that he's got a lot more upside to him uh, than what Jake Simkin does. And if he can do that until Appy comes back, then mm. he may he may well lock down that um that bench spot mm. to support Appy for the rest of the season. And I honestly I hope he does because um, if the club is serious about like wanting to develop game uh, his game along with Jareem, um, since Jareem's gotten a steady stint at fullback since his debut. Um, I think they really need to stick, stay on top of that and follow through with that and keep talent in the squad. Um, that would be unfortunate for Jake as well because he's been quite good in um, in the absence of yeah. Appy, but we know there's a lot more upside to the youngster in talent than there is in Jake, unfortunately, for unfortunately for Jake. So, Yep. Uh, rest of the bench, Vanille Pole, Alex Twoll and Asu Kepa. I like, Rob, how are you look, liking the makeup of that bench? Uh, I'd look, I've said it a hundred times. I just don't really like to allow or Kapoa anywhere near the team. So, you know, I guess Kapoa's there as backup for a, if one of the backs goes down injured um, or, you know, if there's got to be positional switch. But other than that, you know, it's, it's about as good as what we can field at the moment. Uh, outside the 17, we have Alex Safar, Will Smith, Tommy, Tommy Talau still there. I guess they just name him because it's not He's not officially been released yet. Justin Matamua and Atazi James. Uh, for the Cowboys, do you want to be the Cowboys? Rita Routera. I had a feeling you. I had a feeling you were going to do this. <laughs> Rita uh, just, before, just before I do that, really quickly, Benjamin Angus asked in the YouTube comments earlier um, if the NRL has a, released the officials oh, no, for the no. game. Have um, they? they have. To, yeah, they have. They have. They have. They have uh, if if anyone has access to Twitter and you want to look it up, guys, because I'm using the phone to do this. Uh, if you just search zero tackle, one of their last few tweets, they did have the uh, list of officials. Okay, League, I'll do that. While Unlimited, you... um, I've already got it open. Oh. League Unlimited in their team list article, they have the officials as well. So we've got Liam Kennedy as the referee. Nick Morrill and David Munro as the sideline officials and Chris Butler in the bunker. The only one of those four that was involved in our Cowboys game up in Townsville last year was Chris mm. Butler. He was the on-field ref. Ooh. So that's that's to answer answer Benjamin, Benjamin Angus's question there. So, uh, no soft whistle this this game. Please. Yeah. No, no sneaky messages down to Liam Kennedy on field. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it ridiculous that we won by 48 points about a month ago and Josh is saying what well, it's going to be a really hard task to go up there and, and get a win? Like, it's crazy, isn't it? It's, 
it, like the cow when you read the Cowboys team out, there's not going to be too much difference to the lineup that met us at Leichhardt Oval five weeks yep. ago. I don't think there's been a more uh, shocking result for the West High. I mean, it's our biggest win ever. So, but against the Cowboys team, it's not like we lapped like just post. Uh, like set when South just came back in the comp, like we put sixty six on a really good side. They were missing a couple of players from memory, but they were missing Tal Malolo and Nanai. Yeah, well, Tom Malolo hasn't been been and as you read, read the team list out. Tom he's Lolo on the eighteenth man. His name's yeah, 18th. he's eighteenth man. So okay, so fullback is Scott Drinkwater. The wingers are Sammy Valame and Murray Tal Lungi. Valentine Holmes and Peter Hicku are the centres. Tom Dearden is the 5'8", with Chad Townsend at number seven. Uh, Jordan McLean and Cohen Hess are the front rowers, with Reese Robson at hooker. Luciano Leilua and Jeremiah Nanai are the second rowers. Ruben Cotter is the lock. Jake Granville, Griffin Neem, Jermaine Tanoa-Brown, and Kuli Kefu Finafuiaki are the bench. Jason Tamalolo, Kyle Felt, Sam McIntyre, Jack Gajewski and Zach Labart are the reserves. Wow. Yeah, pull old our old friend Sam McIntyre struggling to crack first grade at both Titans and Cowboys. But um, Rob, any any matchups that are giving you a bit of bit of nerves? There's probably quite a few. No, I, I just think that the part that gives me the nerves is we absolutely pull their pants down at Leichhardt. Um, I think at the time we'd scored like 130 points for the season and we literally scored half our points in one <laughs> game. So, and the fact that we embarrassed them so badly, I think they're going to want to really rub it in and try and reverse that scoreline and have it the other way, like try and beat us by 40 or 50. Look, all I'm concerned about is I just want that left edge to be tighter. Um, if Toa's on the right, I'm pretty confident we can hold them there. But um, the Cowboys have got their mojo back. They're very confident. Our boys kind of looked like they pulled up stumps last week to me against Melbourne. Mm. I mean, there were some good individual efforts, but that line speed was just absolutely, you know, zero. There was like no line speed at all. And if we do that again this week and, you know, come back in holiday mode from the bye, then uh, it could be trouble. But I, I like the, the starting lineup we've named. I uh, really hope Dane has a good game. And, and to be fair, I really want Wakeham to have a good game as well. I thought he was okay the other week. He just... He just had a, a few blokes just not giving him enough players in motion, uh, you know, in that first half against Melbourne. So I just hope we can string a few points. I mean, we got 66 against them last time there. We can obviously put points on them. We've just got to be able to defend them this time. GD Tiger, as he said, you were uh, spot on with the reads. So you're uh, the stats man and the names man now. So. <laughs> How good was that reading of the number Tiger. 17? That was just brilliant. Mm. I, much, um, more, much more <laughs> cultured than me. I remembered how our special guest from our first Cowboys preview pronounced it, so I, oh. I did my best uh, to um, do the name justice. Mate, you'll get a job on SBS instantly. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> the next, uh, what was the newsreader's name? And when we'll, uh, George Nikian. Yeah, and the the lady. What was the lady's name? Oh, China, I've gone. I've gone blank. Chinese Australian lady. Um, I can't think of a name. Yeah. All I, all I remember is the, the, the lady that you see imitator. That's all on uh, fast forward. 
or full different. frontal or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, different times, different times. Different times. Um, he was meant to, our friend was meant to come on tonight too, but he has COVID, so he was going to come on and preview this game uh, with us. So we hope you're resting up, buddy. I'm and... kind of of the um, I'm kind of of the logic at the moment where if we don't lose by 48 or more and we don't have 66 or more put on us, then we've beaten the Cowboys for the year. So that's the attitude I'm taking into this <laughs> New week. New South women's origin style. The life of yeah, the Tigers supporter. <laughs> as long as we win on aggregate, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, New South Wales Cup, North Sydney Oval at 2 p.m. on Sunday. Our boys are taking on the Bears. The Bears. Who are the Bears? They changed who they're linked to. Are they Roosters now? They were no, roosters, they, but I think, roosters. I think they're on their own now. They're on they, their... I feel like they did get linked with someone else. And I've just gone blank on who it was. Yeah, it keeps same them in Newtown. They just keep flipping are they, them around. Are they? Are they maybe Mounties now? Because Mounties isn't in the comp anymore. Mounties might have turned into North Sydney. I thought I thought Mounties was for Canberra. Someone will tell us in the but comments. Canberra have their own team now too. I don't know. They they ben, keep changing around. Yeah, the it is affiliations. A yeah, Ben says Roosters storm storm from next year. Oh, that's who it okay. is. Yeah, storm. Right, because Jason Taylor's the Bears' coach still, I think, isn't he? Correct. And he and he mm. was signed by the Roosters a few years back. Yeah, yeah. There we go. It's prob- uh, mystery solved. Uh, a few names in there. It's looking pretty. Um, Dean Bloor's been named at the halfback, so he's been coming off the bench. I went and watched the cup on. Uh, what day was it? Saturday. Sunday? Sunday. No, Saturday afternoon. Saturday. Bit of a heartbreaking loss for the Magpies. They were they kicked a Will Smith kicked a what should have been a game winning field goal ninety seconds ago. Short kick off for some I don't know how it was. It, you're pretty far away, obviously being it's a um, a cricket sized oval. It's a velodrome, I think, Lickham Oval. So you're pretty far away from the action, but for some reason. On the short kick off, the ball went out, and it ended up being Bulldogs' feed. They got the ball, snapped a field goal literally five seconds ago uh, on the clock, and 15-all draw. So, yeah, the Magpies should have won that one. But it was a good good afternoon. Took my young bloke out to Lincoln Oval, had a run around, kick at the footy, uh, sausage sandwich at the canteen. It was, um, yeah, it was a good, good little Saturday afternoon in the sun. That was just a shame. The Magpies couldn't get the win. Um, well, I, and... I will. I will add that considering the dogs in, are first on the ladder mm. in um, reserve grade, and uh, like a couple of weeks ago, I think it was they put an, an absolute cricket score on Parramatta. I think mm. we did pretty well to to draw fifteen all. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's the the team for the Bears up on screen. Uh, Jersey Flag, we are playing against Parramatta at Ringrose Park on Saturday. Anyone know where Ringrose Park is? I assume. Near... I do, and I've just had a know. mental blank. Oh, that's near is that Grace Stains or something? I can't. I can't remember. Not sure. um, I should have looked it up, but um, a few big names to watch in there: Josh Felity, Brendan Schumuth, Wentworth Hill. That's right. Where um. Because oh, Parramatta when he... used to, yeah, Parramatta. It's it's Winnie Leaks Club. Parra oh, it's Winnie Leaks. Be, okay. Yeah, Parra used to be um, Wentworth Hill in reserve grade, so I think that's what right, that, right. that is now. 
we, we live like 10 minutes away from that oval as we didn't know um rob sadamas what have you got for us this week oh guys on absolutely no notice we're, we're doing this pod tuesday night as everyone who's listening live would know uh and the team's coming out at four o'clock so look really hard to you know whip up the same game multi or anything but i i just found it really hard to tip a winner in the raiders and titans game so I think that could be a good one for a golden point. So um, okay. that's that's You're that's my tip. Well, there's a few games. There's about three games that I actually thought could be golden point, but this is the one that kind of stands out. I, I could see Canberra getting to a lead and then shitting their pants like they did against the Roosters to a degree. And the Titans are playing pretty well, so you know, cold conditions down there. I, I think it could be you know a low-scoring draw. Uh, right, I will go on to our tips for the week. Um, right, Sharkies were all Sharkies are a dollar eleven favourites against the Dragons. So, uh, the poor old Dragons. I mean, look, what we want to see in this game, we hopefully this is the point that we're at. Hopefully, the Sharks win by more than what the Cowboys win against us and just move that for and against a little bit uh, further away. And so the dra- the dragons are still last. That's um, yeah, that's all we can hope for, I guess. Anything to add on this game, boys, is that shark park. Yeah. I, ju- I just want to add in because I didn't get to do a lot of this Rob Stradamus stuff. Make sure you put the right winger for Cronulla in Katoa to score a try. He will definitely get at least one try. Actually, speaking of the Dragons, I saw little Lockie went out with his mum. Obviously, Courtney's a Dragons fan. He was I saw him on the TV. I was literally watching, saw his bright orange jacket, West Tigers jacket, on the hill. And she said after the game, he was chanting out, we're not last on the hill <laughs> in the Dragons game. Uh, the lo- love that kid's passion. I love he's that so kid's good. passion. He's, he's in great. He's incredible. But in all seriousness, the Dragons are probably my least hated Sydney team, and it just sucks at us and the Dragons. We remember 2010, 2005, 2011. We played them three times in semifinals. I feel like the West Tigers and Dragons, when they're doing well, footy is obviously a bias with the Tigers, but the NRL will be so much better if these two clubs got their shit together. So, well, they've, got both, they've both got shit management, so that's why they're both going yeah. it's, 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 it's not a coincidence. I've got lots of friends that are Dragons fans, so. Um, Warriors against the Bunnies over in Auckland. We've all gone the Warriors, which is pretty crazy tipping the Warriors against South. But, um, yeah, a few injuries for the Bunnies. Yeah, they're missing Latrell Mitchell. Uh, they played pretty poorly against the Cowboys. They look like they've clocked off in defense. I mean, even the Dragons got a win against them a few weeks ago and scored 30-odd points. Uh, what I like about the Warriors is the last two games that I've watched them, their first halves, they haven't really played very well. They've completed at around 50% or just over. They've had quite a few errors. But then the second half, they just come over the top of teams and, they, and they're playing really well. Sean Johnson is playing like his life depends on it, tackling mm. like his life depends on it. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think at home they should win. But I don't think it'll be a pushover because they're not generally a team that roll, you know, roll other oppositions over. But... I think they might have enough on South. The West Tigers don't win the comp. I kind of hope they do. If big yeah, if the West so. Tigers don't win the comp this year. 
Uh, I mean, given yeah. the sacrifices the team made for basically yeah, two and a half story. seasons, you've, you've got to you've got to have a bit of a soft spot for the Warriors. And like, obviously, yeah. we're taking the home game over there later on. So, and they're absolutely killing it at the moment. They're probably going to kill us in an away game on their home turf. So, just look yeah, at the pre- other teams in the top eight too. Anyone. <laughs> Like the, all the teams I hate are in the top eight with them. So be pretty funny watching a team from New Zealand win our national competition. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah. yeah. New Zealand's, they're part of Australia pretty much. Oh, Bondi. Not. <laughs> There's plenty, plenty of Kiwis here, but you don't even need um, like a visa or anything when you go to New Zealand. Like there might, they might as well be another state of Australia. Yeah. Uh Storm uh against the Penny Panthers. Uh as and I've gone the riff. Rob, you've gone the Storm. Look, to me against the Storm at home. This is a tough one. You were talking about Golden Point before. Man, it's This is one of those games. Yeah. This is one of um, those games that could easily be like that. To me. Yeah, why did I tip the Panthers? No clear. I just want to add, you kind of got to be careful with tipping for the rest of the season, basically now, because those teams that are losing home grounds for the FIFA World Cup, that's happened. So this game isn't at Amy Park, it's at Marvel Stadium. Mm. So, And I think that takes away a bit from the Storm home advantage. And the Panthers, I think uh, Storm have been playing well, but I think the Panthers might have enough to get over them a little bit in this one. Um, their Origin boys are back, and they they're well rested after having last weekend off. So I think I think it'll be a close game, but the fitness from the Panthers Origin boys may be enough to get them over the line late. The the bar, that's the one the roof isn't it? Marble Stadium. Yeah, the retractable oh. roof. If it if it's like cold or wet or whatever, they can close the roof and not have to deal with the outside yeah. elements. So, well, they're the best two coached sides in the comp in my opinion so hmm. um, they're not going to beat themselves someone's going to have to do something to beat the opposition it's an absolute blockbuster of a Friday doubleheader Warriors Rabbits on Warriors home turf and Storm Panthers hmm. it's just a bit of a disappointing a bit of a disappointment that this Storm Panthers game is during the World Cup period not during the a period where the Storm could play um, this game at Amy Park yeah, yeah. I guess Marvel holds more people, but yeah, it's tough, tough viewing. Well, at a it's, it's a circular slash oval stadium. Yeah. yeah, that's that detracts from the viewing experience for these NRL yeah. games, as we all learnt at the SCG. Yeah, fucking hate watching rugby league at the SCG. Uh, the Raiders, we've all tipped them against the Titans, but man, I could feel this could go. It's a, it's a tough tipping round this week. I feel like the Titans. There's no reason why the Titans can't win. Well, I've tipped golden points, so like uh, this, mm. uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me who wins. But you can't tip a draw on your tipping app, so you got you got to pick one team. But yeah, Raid, Raiders with no confidence. Uh, anything to add on that one, As? Not really, no. But just to your point about this being a tough tipping round at the Ermington Pub, uh, the tipping comp I'm in down there, it's double points this round, so I'm stressing out. <laughs> yeah, they picked a well, good week. Okay, I'll, I'll pay attention to your tips, Aaron, and see what you got going. <laughs> I've, uh, I've pretty, thought a lot about it, which is why it took me so long to put them through for this. But I may, I may change some later on. But yeah, I've, I've yeah. got some interesting, interesting thoughts here. Yeah, uh, West Tigers are paying five to one to win up in Townsville. The line thirteen and a half. Sean Blore playing for a try. Actually, Steph, what's Steph playing for a try these days? 
Uh, $11. Hmm. Has 12 dropped in his price to score a try? They still um, have $10.50, $11 mark? Twelve fifty. So they're obviously they're not expecting many tries. Yeah, not expecting West Tigers to score many points. I guess which isn't is pretty s- smart. I guess, but um, Stefano eleven bucks might have a. I got to I I got to do it every week. I can't I can't have him score a try and not be on it. So, uh, yeah. Any hope, boys? Thirteen. Do we cover the line there under thirteen? So I don't. I don't think we cover the line. I, I just think mm. this week is a big test of where we stand for the rest of the season. Mm. If the um, it's nothing, nothing about we're not going to play finals, but we'll get to see what the attitude's going to be like for the rest of the year based on this game. And and I'm just tipping it on what I saw on the last game. I, I just think you know the, the boys just lost a bit of heart. They realise they're they're out of reach now. Um, yeah, and the, the worst for that is just the, the Cowboys are starting to play well. Mm. Um, I'm not going to be betting on this game, but I guarantee you Jeremiah Nanai is going to get a try from a grubber kick. So that'd, that'd be something. I'd be backing Jeremiah Nanai to get a try. They always seem to, to run, a, run a, a short kick, which we don't seem to defend very well and uh, for the lead runner. So I reckon Nanai will get a try this week there. Uh, Broncos, heavy favourites against the... Dolphins, we've all gone Broncos in this one. So that's what the Do we gap. know what's happened with Reese Walsh? Is Reese Walsh suspended? Uh, he should be. I don't know. Um, I haven't heard. Well, that, that'll be a big out. That'll be a big out. I can't believe he wasn't sent in for that. that was should insane. have been sent off. Well, sent off, yeah. Yeah, should have been sent off. You can't be saying stuff like that. We can, but they can't. Oh, we say that uh, all the time. Last up, last update on the judiciary recap was at nine oh nine, and the hearing has been adjourned for the panel members to consider their verdict. So, mm. no update, no finalisation yet, but they're deliberating now. Yeah, well, that was a bit of a shock loss on the weekend of the Gold Coast. So, mm. uh, and he he pretty much sparks everything from the back. So he'll be a big out if he doesn't play. It'll certainly make it a bit closer. And the Dolphins can't play worse than what they did against Parramatta. So, you'd have to think they'll they'll strike back. Yeah, they're playing this one at the Gabba. So two cricket ovals being used. Yeah, Suncorp out of action for the next two months as well for the World Cup. Mm. Wow. So that's another one of the grounds that have been taken away from footy fans. Although I'm not complaining about not having to see Suncorp for two months. We saw it every week for the first 10 rounds. Yeah, true. And and I'm not a big soccer fan, but I'm keen to see the Matildas host a World Cup. So... Uh, of course, stadium's still in use, so the Doggies hosting the Knights on Sunday afternoon. I've tipped the Doggies in an upset in this one. It, I think this one could go either way. I'm not overly confident in that, but I don't know. I feel like the Doggies are due for a win. So uh, Yeah, it's a weird one. Jackson Hastings has been named, but he, he looked 100 to 1 to play this week, and mm. I think Dane Gagai is a late withdrawal, but I don't know. I just, I just think this is the sort of game for Kale and Ponga. Like Canterbury mm. aren't much chop. I just think Kale and Ponga will run riot. So we'll see what happens. And then finally, Sunday afternoon uh, at Brooks, Luke Brooksvale Oval. Uh, Manly are hosting the Roosters. This is a tough one too. You've gone Manly as uh, Rob and I have gone the Chalks, but... Man, my theory is just no turbo. If turbo was playing, I'd tip Manly. But 
I've gone with um, Manly because how garbage the Roosters' attack has been lately. I thought they could um, strangle a win um, from the Raiders last week, and they ended up bring, bringing it close. But for the first like thirty-five minutes, they were they were like headless fish, um, and they they just couldn't score a point to save their lives. So I've I've really fallen off the Roosters um, this year. I think they're a, a legitimate chance of missing the finals for the first time since. It might have been 2016 or something. So, yeah, I've gone with Manly purely with home ground advantage. Um, I think they've got uh, – they'll want to put on a show for their fans. I think um, they don't have as much issue scoring points as the Roosters do. I just don't think the Roosters will score enough points to win. Yeah, this is the third game, Josh, that I thought might be a golden point game. So we've, we've mentioned mm-hmm. the Canberra game. We've mentioned the Storm Panthers game. I, I found this really hard to split. Uh, you know, from a Roosters' point of view, Joey Manu came back to his, you know, vintage best last week, which was good for them. Uh, I'm actually really just curious to see how James Tedesco goes. Uh, Greg Alexander was hinting the other night how out of form he was. So I was wondering if he was trying to already make excuses for James Tedesco not being in origin for game three. So that's pretty much the only interest I've got in that game is to see how Tedesco goes because he was terrible under the high ball against... Um, whoever they played the other night, Canberra. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, On to our Patreon questions to finish the show. So patreon.com forward slash Westlife. If you want to join, join us all in Discord. Lots of chat going on 24-7 with the boys and girls in there. Uh, Obviously, when news drops, yeah, someone drops it in there and just, Lots of discussion going on. We talk about other sports and that sort of thing in there as well. And you get to take part in the show as well. What have we got this week? We have uh, Gussie says, I'm happy for Brooksy to go. That's what's best for him. Still shed a tear. Seems the Manly fans are optimistic and even thrilled to have him. Hope he doesn't fuck it up. I hope uh, I hate goodbyes. Love your work, lads. Much love. Good humans. Uh, Jay Danger Ross, question for the pod. Do you think the fans would be a bit more united now because every week, I think he means when Brooks leaves, because every week after a game we get a 50-50 split of saying it was Brooks' fault. We lost. Now the fans can focus on the team and not living and dying on what one player has done that week. I don't think so. I think it's it's going to be a cesspool, the fan base on the social media until we win games, in my opinion. It's just the yeah. nature of the beast. I think Brooks has been good for two months. I just think it's still a good move that he nicks off and goes. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's not. I don't wish him any harm. I hope he, he does well. But I, I mean, it's going to sound cold. I really don't give a fuck about Luke Brooks. I just care about how the West Tigers go and what's best for the West Tigers. So as far yeah. as I'm concerned, I wouldn't even put him back in first grade this year. Like let's just let's just give other people a go. Whoever. Whoever it may be, we're not going to achieve anything by playing Luke Brooks there. The only thing, I, as I've said earlier. It'll just be hilarious if he does succeed at Manly as a five-eighth when we could have we should have known from last year that mm. that was his rightful position. But Sub and Sheens and Co. said, no, he's a number seven, he's a number seven, he's a number seven. So we'll see how that pans out. As for uh, the, as for that question, mm. um, for a team like ours that's always struggled to well that's struggled for the last 12 years to make finals there's always going to be a lot of pressure on certain players wearing certain jerseys so i do think whoever comes into the um into the number 7 next year is going to have a bit of a gauntlet um mm. and a lot of fans are going to basically live and die by 
um, the actions of whoever is wearing the number seven. So um, we may be more united, especially with no Brooksy, uh, just because of the fact that like he has been probably one of the most divisive players the in the in mm. the game, considering he's played two hundred plus games and not one single finals game. But um, yeah, I. I mean, there's, there's, yeah, there's going to be a lot of pressure on whoever wears the number seven next year, and good luck to them. I feel like there'll be a little bit more, maybe a little bit. If it's a young player, they might be a little bit more patient with them. Like I, I, I would be... hope, I would hope so. Um, yeah. But there are going to be some of those fa- fans, yeah, who will um, roast whoever it is over the coals if they perform poorly. Yeah, we, you can guarantee people. if we get flogged on the weekend, the first person that's getting hammered is Brandon Wakem. Brandon Wakem, yeah. It'll it'll just happen. It happened. It happened the other week. I thought unfairly. It'll happen again. Mm. So it's just that's just how our fans are. How, how's uh, how's your Brooks Island going, Josh? Is it starting to sink again, or is it gone? Or Brooks completely? Island? Yeah, you call uh, it removalist. I'm going to Fiji <laughs> to look for another island tomorrow. <laughs> Dreamland. Yeah, it's not, it's, it can't, dream dreams a continent at this point. Everyone loves him. So true. Uh, Baxter asks, if we sign Fainu, do we look to get a more experienced, potentially slightly over the hill just to manage, uh, I think he means halfback, to manage and kick? Or do we just look at signing someone younger, less experienced, with a higher ceiling to pair with Fainu? Um, Option saw... B. Well, you reckon go young? 100%. Go young. Just go young. Let them learn. Let them learn. Yeah. Like. Well, look, look at look at Jareem. We didn't know what Jareem Buller could do. Yeah, and and you know he's already a superstar. In a year from now, he'll be a better superstar. So let's just give let's just give a kid a chance and and d- define his role, teach him his role. He's going to have someone reasonably experienced outside him. You know, mm-hmm. like whether it's a Dewey or or we buy a five eighth from somewhere else. But just invest in the kids. We keep talking about all this youth policy, and we buy every fucking pensioner. That, that's around, you know, like with, there's talk of Frizzell coming and all this sort of shit. You want to talk youth, play the youth, you know, so uh, I, I'd be happy to go with a young half. Yeah, so would I. Um, just get the best player we can find, either or, I guess. I love, bring back Blake Austin. I love Blake Austin. He was he was my Sean Bloor. If I was doing this show back when Blake Austin was playing, he was, he was my Sean Bloor back then. I love that guy. I mean, if we do get a, if we do get a player like Blake Austin for basically like a year or two, um, mm. that's a bit of a link man. Bridge, like what we were yep. talking about with Ben, what Ben Hunt could possibly be, then that 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 may not be the worst idea either, because we've obviously got a lot of young, up and coming halves through the through the lower grades and through the juniors that could potentially learn a lot from someone with his level of experience. So there, there's there's positives and negatives to both sides, I reckon. Uh, and to finish with our Benji Marshall tier members, so these guys get a rant every single episode. We've got both the uh, the current ones with Gussie and Shane this week. So Gussie says, hello, hello, is anyone there? It's getting pretty lonely in the Benji Marshall <laughs> level Patreon. Do you want to hang out? It's only $17 a month. Uh, you get to say random things like chips and gravy could be the greatest food yet to be re- released at rugby league games in Australia and ask serious questions like, do frogs sneeze? Much love, great humans. <laughs> Gussie. Gussie's pay- paying us to uh, to be a, an advertisement for the, uh, for the Patreon. Love you, Gussie. He's, he's, pay- he's paying the show. 
<laughs> he's paying the show to advertise the show. I, I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> We, we love you, Gussie. You're incredible. Uh, Shane Gold said, I just got back from a week's trip, including the state of origin as a Queenslander. I feel like sending Shane a refund of his money with the way this is going. <laughs> uh, I was very happy with the result. As even An even better result was reading that Brooks is gone from day one. I've never been a massive fan. Good luck to him on his next chapter. He's Manly's problem. Now, I want to give the raps to West Management for not offering him overs to stay. I think we offered what he's worth. So, yeah, I'd agree with that part. Um, you finished strong there, Shane. I, I agree with that. Yeah, some, some will disagree, but a lot will. Uh, that pretty much does it. Now, as I mentioned, the, the seventh time, I'm not saying this because I'm bragging, but I am going to Fiji in about my flight leaves in literally 12 hours after we're recording this now and... I will be taking the microphone over with me. We will be recording or attempting to record. Uh, we won't be live on the YouTubes so or Facebook streams because um, there's no way the internet's going to be that good. I don't trust. Yeah, might not. Hand. Might not. Yeah, it's just you never know. You never never know. I don't know. Is, is it the the outrigger might have decent enough wi-fi but we won't risk it we're just going to record audio only so if you are someone who watches this on youtube and facebook be sure to go to whatever podcast outlet you use apple spotify uh what else are we on google podbean there's all um we're on all those so be sure to subscribe It'll be audio only for the next two episodes we'll probably record on monday and tuesday what time not sure so keep an eye out for the episodes, we've got time zones and coordinate the three of us to get get on at the same time. But um, the show will be as is. Just you won't see our faces and you won't see the pretty pictures up on the screen. So we will still be, yeah, recording. Hopefully a review of a win against the Cowboys. Probably not. And then a preview of the Sharkies we have next week, which is a Thursday night game. I believe, as you, which you'll be heading to at Combank Stadium. So we'll yes, preview we'll that one as well. So we'll probably do that on Tuesday because it's a Thursday yeah. game. But um, yeah, we'll see. Let me uh, let me get the board shorts and Devon Nuggets jersey and uh, sun hat on, and I'll work it out when I'm over there. So, like I said, I reckon Josh is going to Fiji. I am. I know. I've said it multiple times <laughs> now. <laughs> He's but, just bragging at this point. I am bragging at this point. I mean, I'm not the first person to go on an overseas holiday. I think who said it before? They were in Italy. Someone said they were in the Netherlands watching this. So um, love your hassle, hassle, guys. So yeah, it's um, yeah. We've never been overseas. I'm jealous. You got it, as you get get that passport sorted. Go on a holiday. It um, get away from Australia. Get some sun. I'm just keen for the the warm weather, getting away from the cold. I hate, if it wasn't for rugby league, I wish I was a duck and just could fly north for the winter every year or a whale, like the whales are swimming past. All right, we're at part of that show where I'm talking about animals. So it's probably <laughs> time we uh, head off and say goodnight to Big Dog. So, yeah, we will be back on Monday, hopefully. And shouts to, actually surprise, on a Tuesday night after no game this week. How many people have joined us on the stream tonight? So really appreciate you guys. You uh, love you all, as 
Jeff Penning once said. Anything to add, boys, before we head off? I was just going to say, how many times can you say a four-letter word starting with F as much as you have tonight? Unbelievable. Have I dropped a few? Have I F-bombed more tonight, have I? Yeah, Fiji. Oh, right. <laughs> no, I, I would I would just advise our, our listeners, just, you know, it's, it's going to be madness the next three months. Just stay off social media as much as you can. And until there's an official signing, don't go apeshit about whatever you hear. Just wait till something's announced officially. And that, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm, I've eased down on Twitter and I've eased down on Facebook. So, yeah, just, just keep a sense of humour and um, we'll be right next year. Don't listen to Rob there. At Westlife Pod. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And <laughs> retweet, retweet, share, like. Don't help now. us the algorithm. Don't, don't, listen, to, don't listen to the old man. Uh, as anything to add. Uh, I just want to wish you a, a fun and safe and happy holiday, Josh. And a bit dis- disappointed you're not taking me with you. Uh, oh, well, I'll, I'll just have to um, stow away in a suitcase or something. But... Uh, Gussie asking the important questions in the in the chat there as well, asking if frogs sneeze. I say yes, they probably do. Maybe that's what happens whenever they try to eat a fly and that and the tongue comes out. Maybe that's what they're doing. That's uh, my contribution to mm. difficult questions for the night. <laughs> I've never been to France, so I'm not sure. Uh, right, <laughs> right, boys. As always, go the tigers. Bula bula, go the tigers. Go the tigers. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Westlife Podcast. Please follow us at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter and facebook.com forward slash Westlife Pod. You can also support and take part in the show at patreon.com forward slash Westlife and give us a subscribe on YouTube and turn notifications on. We'll see you again next time on another episode of the Westlife Podcast. Mm-hmm.